0: bring you a three-minute digest of what happened in China's business sector. This is China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Hello everyone, I'm Stephanie Lee. Coming up on today's programme, China issues draft guidelines to encourage use of autonomous cars in taxi sector, and China's passenger car sales soared in July as supply chain improves. Here's what you need to know about China in the past 24 hours. The Ministry of Transport on Monday issued draft guidelines that encourage the use of autonomous cars in taxi services under certain conditions, in a move to help accelerate the commercialization of self-driving vehicles. The Ministry said in the draft guidelines that encourages the use of self-driving vehicles to provide taxi services under simple and relatively controllable conditions. The guidelines suggested allowing self-driving vehicles to serve as buses on dedicated routes but forbade autonomous driving vehicles to carry dangerous goods. The document also noted that highly autonomous vehicles should have backup drivers and remote drivers or safety officers should be required for fully autonomous vehicles. Last Monday, the southern Chinese metropolis of Shenzhen have also started allowing fully autonomous vehicles to run on certain roads as the local regulation on smart and internet-connected vehicles came into effect. And several Chinese self-driving car companies have announced new investment and plans for self-driving taxi services. Tech giant Baidu announced on Monday that it has secured China's first permit to offer fully driverless commercial robo-taxi services to the public on open roads, marking a significant milestone for the autonomous ride-hailing industry. Apollo Go, Baidu's autonomous ride-hailing service, is now authorized to collect fares for robo-taxi rides without human drivers sitting in a car in Chongqing and Wuhan. Last week, Pony AI said it reached an agreement with ride-hailing firm Cao Cao Mobility to promote the broad deployment of self-driving taxi-hailing services. The Cyberspace Administration of China on Tuesday said on its official WeChat accounts that the top internet watchdog has taken down 12,000 social media accounts and cleared up over 51,000 pieces of illegal posts in a campaign to crack down on speculation involving cryptocurrencies. Nearly a thousand WeChat and Weibo accounts that induced netizens to invest in illegal cryptocurrencies and digital assets were shut down. In addition, over a hundred websites that were involved in promoting virtual currencies have also been closed down. China on Monday published a plan to support the high-quality development of the home furnishing industry in a bid to give full play to its important role in expanding domestic demand. The country aims to cultivate 15 high-level home furnishing industry clusters with different characteristics and build 500 smart experience centres by 2025, the Ministry of Industry and Information Technology said. Moving on to some regional highlights. Shanghai has made pioneering progress in its pursuit of all round development over the past decade, according to a press briefing held Monday. The city's GDP increased from 2.13 trillion yuan in 2012 to 4.32 trillion yuan in 2021, while GDP per capita rose from 14,200 US dollars to 26,900 over the past 10 years, Shanghai's urban function has achieved a new leap forward. The total transaction volume in the city's financial market has surged from 528 trillion yuan to 2,511 trillion yuan, and Shanghai Port's container throughput has ranked first globally for 12 consecutive years. Market regulators in Hainan province on Monday warned businesses not to take advantage of the recent outbreak by spreading information about a price hike, hoarding or other forms of speculation that disrupt market order. Offenders could be fined as much as 5 million yuan. Bundle sales and fake promotions that mislead and confuse consumers about prices are also banned. Next on industry and company news, China's passenger vehicle market recorded robust growth in July, with some 1.82 million passenger cars sold via retail channels, up 20.4% year-on-year. Data from the China Passenger Car Association showed Tuesday. Sales of new energy vehicles jumped 1.2 times year over year, amounting to 486,000 units in July, with a penetration rate of 27%. The country's overall passenger car export volume reached 226,000 in July, a year-on-year increase of 76%, with NEF's export volume accounting 21.8%. The retail law in China is set for a fourth round of price cuts starting midnight Tuesday, with gasoline falling 130 yuan per ton and diesel down 125 yuan per ton, according to the National Development and Reform Commission today. Car owners will be able to save up to 5 yuan to top up a 50-litre tank in a private car. Film Group, China's top grossing movie producer and distributor, kicks off a listing on Shenzhen mainboard to raise 1.38 billion yuan on Monday. The Beijing-based group, which counts Alibaba herding and Tencent Holdings among its investors, starts taking orders from investors for about 275 million new shares today for 5 3 yuan piece, the maker of Battle at Lake Chang'jin reviewed on Monday. China Tourism Group Duty Free Corporation is planning to start book building on Friday, which could raise up to 2.74 billion US dollars and would be the city's largest share sale in 2022. This is based on the company's Shanghai market value of 370 billion yuan on Monday, but the discount applied to Hong Kong secondary share sales is yet to be decided. Jidu Auto, a joint venture between Chinese internet giant Baidu and car maker Zhejiang Geely Holding Group, announced that its new Shanghai headquarters has officially opened on Monday. Jidu's CEO said the company aims to reach an annual output of 800,000 vehicles by 2028. Jidu also plans to deliver its second model for mass production in 2024 after delivering its first model in the second half of next year. Mate One announced recently that a 7-day Mate One bike pass will cost 15 yuan from Wednesday instead of 10 yuan and a 1 month car is valued at 35 rand as it used to be 25 rand and a 90 day subscription will cost 90 rand instead of 75 Earnings reports express China's telecom giant China Unicorn reported on Monday its total revenue climbed 7.4% yearly to 176 billion yuan in the first half of 2022, while net profits jumped 18.7% to stand at 10.9 billion yuan. Luckin Coffee posted a 72.4% leap in revenue of 3.3 billion yuan in the second quarter from a year ago. The Chinese coffee house chain opened 615 new outlets in the second quarter, bringing the total to 7,195, according to its latest financial report released yesterday. Switching gears to financial news, the Hong Kong Stock Exchange approved Alibaba's application for conversion of the secondary listing status in Hong Kong to a primary listing, according to a filing to the exchange on Monday. The Chinese internet giant expected the conversion to be effective by the end of 2022. Wrapping up with a quick look at the stock market, Chinese shares edged up on Tuesday led by energy and renewable energy stocks. By the close, the benchmark Shanghai Composite added 0.32% and the Shenzhen component was up 0.24%. The Hang Seng Index closed down 0.21% and the Tech Index leads 0.93%. That's it for today. Tune in tomorrow on China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Goodbye.